تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا مولانا محمد واصحابه وبارك وسلم وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وابتغوا اليه الوسيله وجاهدوا وجاهدوا في سبيله لعلكم تفلحون صدق الله العظيم My most respected elders and brothers, elders and brothers in Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored, has favored, that has favored us, us, us with many blessings. Physical, physical blessings and spiritual blessings. But men, men, man when he showered with blessings and those blessings are such that he gets it for free also then man does not make shukar a person came to a saint hazrat sheikh zakaria sahab rahmatullah ali has mentioned this incident in his fazail sadaqat A person came to a saint and he was complaining about his financing about his financial situation and he saying to the saint that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me nothing and I'm in this position position because Allah has left me this and that is complaining about Allah So the saint asked him Are you prepared to give your one to give your eye for 1 million rand for example Are you prepared to give your one tongue for a million rand or any of your other limbs are you prepared to give it for 1 million rand He said no I'm not prepared to do that So he said that if you regard all these things to be so valuable that you're not even prepared to give it up then who gave you all these things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given it to you you are enjoying all these bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet you are so ungrateful to Allah that you're not even making sugar for all these things that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah al-fajr فَأَمَّا الْإِنسَانُ إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ 
فأكرمه ونعمه فيقول ربي أكرما وأما إذا مبتلاه فقدر عليه رزقه فيقول ربي أهانا فالإنسان يسج إن الله شوز لمه باونتيز says Allah has honored me but when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts him to some type of difficulty and takes away or puts the brakes on things you know the same in him insan is so ungrateful Allah that he said no Allah has disgraced me so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has showed us with many many blessings so many blessings that we cannot even count Likewise, as the Shaykh Rahmatullah has mentioned another incident. A buzuk came to see what king. And it so happened the king had a tumbler of water in his hand. So the king in those days also, that they used to respect the pious people. Therefore Allah Ta'ala gave them barakah also. So he asked the saint, that give me some advice. Advice. So the saint asked him that if you had to be you had to be dying now for with thirst, no no water around, and you dying, you literally dying. So if you die now, you're gonna lose everything in any way. And someone has to come in front of you and tell you that I will offer you one tumbler of water. For all your kingdom, are you prepared to give it? He said, I'm prepared to give it. Prepared to give it. Because if I don't give it, I'll don't give it, I'll die, I'll still lose, I will still lose it. So I'm prepared to give it. So then the Buzuk told him that that kingdom which is only worth one tumbler of water and you chasing after it. What are you chasing after it? So Allah has given us so much of ni'mats. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned man asbaha mu'minan man asbaha minkum aminan fi sarabihi That that person wakes up in the morning he's feeling safe. In his mind, in his body, his family is safe, he's secure also. Mu'afan fi jasadihi his health is also good also. He's walking, talking, eating, everything, everything, everything. وَإِنَّهُ قُوتُ يَوْمِهِمِهِ And he got food for that day only. We're not even talking about whole month or whole year. We're talking only food for that day. فَكَأَنَّمَا حِيزَتْ لَهُ الدُّنْيَا بِحَضَافِرِهَا As though he has got the whole world. As though he has got the whole world. So how many of us? We are in that position, Alhamdulillah, 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 to the grace of Allah. That is why Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to make this dua. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min zawali ni'matik wa tahawwuli afiyatik wa fujati ni'matik wa jami'i sakhatik. And today, this dua is so important to be making. Because those things were regarded as basic necessities. We are so-called being deprived of that. When people become ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then even the basic things are taken away from them. So at all times, you're making this dua, oh Allah, I seek protection that you take away the ni'mats and the favors that you have given us. Spiritual favors, physical, physical favors, so many favors.
And then you get those you get those favors which insan because he because he worked for it a little bit. He appreciates he appreciates it to a certain extent. So for example, a person got his business. He will look after his business. He's worried that the business is going down now. I need to do something. Well he got his house, he worked for it. So he, he will appreciate it. And if anything goes wrong, if any deficiency, there's a leak or anything, then he will look after it. He got his car, he will look after it. One of the greatest ni'mats which we are overlooking today is the ni'mat of Iman. This ni'mat is such a ni'mat that our success in dunya and akhirat is dependent on it. So many places in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about that person who dies upon kufar. He'll enter into the fire of Jahannam. That person who has iman, did good actions, he'll enter into Jannah. So many verses of the Quran. We cannot even put a price to the importance of this, of this iman. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just to make us understand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed us what is the value of Iman. And Allah says on the day of Qiyamah, when that kafir will be brought, and that disbeliever will be brought in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you say, oh Allah, I know I never bring Iman, but today I'm ready to bargain with you. I'll give you everything of the world. When you say everything of the world, it's not only wealth. I'll prepare to give everything in the world so that you can save me from the fire of Jahannam. Allah will say, I'm sorry. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَمَاتُوا وَهُمْ كُفَّارٌ فَلَيْ يُقْبَلَ مِنْ أَحَدِهِمْ مِلُّ الْأَرْضِ ذَهَبًا وَلَوْ إِفْتَدَابِ Even he has to give the whole world full of gold and silver and everything. And in some and in some verses it comes, even he has to give double that also. Also, Allah says it's not going to work here. Why? Because that's not the price of Iman. Iman is much more valuable than that. Than everything in the world. That is why when you look at the lives of Sahaba radiallahu sometimes you think that how did they go to so much of persecution just for that Iman? Because they understood the value of that Iman. Abdullah bin Huzafa Sahmi radiallahu ta'ala anhu. In the time of Umar radiallahu ta'ala he was sent on out on an expedition and they were, they were captured, he and his army, they were captured by the Romans. The incident mentioned Hayat al-Sahaba. They were captured by the Romans. He was the leader. So the Roman king is he called Abdullah bin Muzaffa and told him, listen here, just become a Christian. I'll give you half my kingdom. Abdullah bin Muzaffa said, even if you give me the whole kingdom, even if you give me a small piece, even if, even if you give me for one day, I'm not prepared for one moment also, I'm not prepared to leave the deen of Islam. He said, there's no problem, you will punish all. And just to show, to show him as a sample, he told his men, take a big pot, 
boil the water. And he put one sahabi inside, inside to, to boil him to death, to death, to death. And he said, listen here, yeah, same thing will happen to you. He said, I'm still, said, I'm still not prepared. But as, as he's going, so he told the guys, he told the guys, take him. As he's going, he started crying. So someone came and informed the king, informed the king, and he's crying. So then, so then the king thought to himself, self, self, maybe he changed his mind. Maybe he changed his mind. So he comes back, say, bring him back. He said, maybe you change your mind. He said, no, no, I haven't changed my mind. He said, then why are you crying? Cry, cry. He said, I'm crying because of this. That Allah gave one life. And I could only give one life in his part. If only Allah could give me so many more lives. And I will give each one for the sake of Allah. Now, now, the, king, now the king was really moved to this. And Allah wants to protect you, there's no one to protect you. No one else can do any harm to you if Allah wants to protect you. Now the king was really taken. So the king told him, all right, why don't you kiss me on my forehead and, and I'll release you. release you. So the sahabi taught himself to kiss the king on the forehead. There's no kufr, no, kufar, no, kufar, no sin, there's nothing wrong with that. So he told the king, listen here, yeah, I'll kiss your forehead on one condition, your forehead, on one condition myself and the whole, whole army, everyone is free. So the king told him, like, no problem. You kiss me on my forehead, everyone is free. So he went and kissed him on the forehead and the king freed everyone. Now they come in front of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And he related the story. Umar anhu said that everyone, every sahabi here must kiss his forehead. Out of respect for him, must kiss. And Umar Anu went himself and kissed his forehead out of respect for him. So when you look at the lives of Sahaba, they understood the value of Iman. Do we understand this value of this Iman? How strong is this Iman? If something happens to some wealth of mind in, a, in my worldly possession, I'm worried about it. If my business is going down, I'm worried about it. As a, as a as I mentioned, if there's something happening in my house, I'm worried about it. I'm putting all I'm putting all I'm putting all the security. I'm putting whatever goes wrong, I'm putting it right. Or if something ha- happens to my car, it's not moving, I'm sending it for a service all the time. Or something, I'm doing everything to put it right. How strong is my iman? That same Iman which has to make me enter into Jannah. Is it strong enough? Some people are of the... They are of this thinking. That it comes in a hadith, Man qala la ilaha illallah dakhal al-jannah. That person who reads la ilaha illallah, he'll enter into Jannah. Finish. Don't have to do nothing. Just read la ilaha illallah, you enter into Jannah. But that's not the only hadith. Nabi Karim, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned man qala la ilaha illallah mukhlisan dakhla al-jannah that that person who reads la ilaha illallah sincerely he will enter into jannah sabr anhum as ya rasulullah wa ma ikhlasullah wa ma ikhlasullah wa ma ikhlasuha ya rasulullah what is the meaning of reading it with sincerity 
نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سید ان تحج زہو ان محارم اللہ that la ilaha illallah that kalima that stops you from breaking the law of Allah that is the la ilaha illallah that you read sincere so when that la ilaha illallah one buzuk mentioned that when that la ilaha illallah cannot stop us from sins I'm still looking at the wrong I'm still going to the wrong places I'm still speaking the wrong speaking the wrong speaking the wrong things when that la ilaha illallah cannot stop me in these haram things how is that la ilaha illallah going to save me from the fire of jahannam Allah protect us so it's very very important we need to understand how how, how strong is that iman that iman must be such is now a person like Hazrat like, like, like Mufti Mahmoud sahab rahmatullah he mentioned that one that one person went he had, to go to a, he had to go to a certain place where he had to pay for everyone to enter. As you know, you go to certain places, you know, you go to certain places, you know, you go to certain places, they have ages. Adults, this price, children, this price. So he's looking at his child, or my child is looking a little bit short. Maybe I can get away. I can get away. His child is supposed to be paying the adult price. But now he's thinking, no, my child is a little bit short, let me pay the children's price children's price so he cheated his way and he went in so he said so he said what type of iman is that that your iman that your iman could 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 not even protect you from cheating how strong is that iman strong is that iman strong is that iman likewise we have to take the same thing would all thing would all our actions whether it be our salah whether it be our business whether it be our akhlaq whether it be our mu'amalat and our dealing, dealing, dealings with other people. What is the strength of our The strength of our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if you want to protect your iman, the verse that I read right in the beginning, Ya ayyuwa ladheena amun. That your iman, if you want to get perfect iman, and our iman has to be like the sahaba, فَإِنْ آمَنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ فَقَدِهْ تَدَوْ that you bring iman the way the sahaba radiallahu ta'ala brought iman. Then only you're going to be guided. Then ittaqullah. We know a person if he got a big, big business, big companies, they have computers, they're worried about it being hacked. So they want to put firewall and they're going to put so many things just to protect it. Why is someone is going to hack it? Are we protecting and do we have the firewall over our Iman that it may be hacked by all the fitnas around us. When Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Taqat il layl al Muslim yusbih al rajul mu'minan," that a person that the fitnas will come just like the darkness of the night, just as it gets darker and darker and darker, like the fitnas are getting worse and worse and worse. That a person is passing the night in iman, waking up in the morning, is waking up with would kufar. So are we protecting our iman? Allah Ta'ala says, Ittaqullah. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, create that, create that quality of taqwa. Now that's a subject on its own, because own because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in so many verses of the Quran, Quran Sharif, Allah shows us how we can get this taqwa. And one of the ways is to stay with people who got taqwa. 
And Allah Ta'ala says after that, how to protect your taqwa? Your taqwa? Your taqwa? How to protect your taqwa? وَابْتَغُوا إِلَيْهِ الْوَسِيلَةِ Seek closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Seek those actions where I can gain closeness to Allah. If a person comes to the masjid for example, this is an example. A person came to the masjid, he thought namaz was, for example, 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock. And he realizes that the namaz was, namaz was changed. It was quarter past 5. Now there's one of two things he can do. He can go outside, waste time with his friends. Or he can come inside and say, listen, yeah, how will I gain the closeness of Allah? Yeah? I can come inside, I can make zikr, I can, read, I can read Quran Sharif, I can do this. How? He needs to look for ways to come close to Allah. Look for ways to come close to He can go home, he had a, had a fight, now one way is to scream everything back. And one way is, how will Allah want me to behave in this condition? How can I gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It's not easy. Allah says in the next part. It's not easy. You have to look and try and try because you've got so many forces around you distracting you, distracting you, taking you away from Allah. وَجَاهِدُوا فِي سَبِيلِهِ Allah says that. It's a mujahada, it's a strive, it's a strive every day. I want to look at that haram in the cell phone. But no, I'm not going to do it. Will my Allah be happy with that? No, He's not going to be happy with that. So it's a mujahada every day. It's a mujahada every day. Wajahidu fi So respected elders and brothers in Islam, this Iman is one of the greatest ni'mas that we have got. So we have to worry about protecting this Iman. And not only us. We have to worry about protecting the Iman of our families, wives and children. And our close ones. Allah says, Ya you are anfusakum wa ahlikum nara. It all those who have brought iman. Save yourselves and save your families from the fire of Jahannam. Our children and our families are our investment. People investing. But are we investing for our akhirah? That after I close my eyes, that same child who I invested in. He's going to read Quran Sharif and he's going to send sawab to me. He's going to, me. He's going to read and he's going to send and he's going to send sawab to me. Well, I'm only worried about my, my dunya. Likewise, my child, am I a child? Am I only only worried about only worried about only worried about his dunya? That I'm only worried about giving him worldly knowledge. Hazrat Tanvi Rahmatullah had mentioned an incident. A person sent his child to Germany to become to become an engineer, doctor, whatever. So when he came back, after he finished his studies, his studies, finished his studies, he got very, very sick. Doc- doctors lost hope now. He's in, a hosp- he's, in a hospital, he's in a hospital bed. He's about to pass away. And the father starts crying. He's asking the father, why are you crying? He said, I'm not going to see any returns for whatever I paid for. I'm not going to see any returns. Now you came back, I'm not going to get back anything. You dang now. I paid so much to send you all the way there. So when he said that, the child started thinking, Why are you crying? So the child, so the child said, 
that you gave me everything for the for the dunya, but you have not taught me how to face Allah. You have given me nothing of deen, of deen. How am I going to face my Allah on the day of Qiyamah? So we are worried about the future of our children. How far we are talking of future? What future we are talking? Future till death or after death? A mu'min does not only think till death. A mu'min is thinking beyond death. So what are those actions that are going to assist us in dunya also? And the actions that are going to assist us in akhirah? Therefore we'll end up with, with the dua of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa اللهم اجعل خير أمري آخره أمري آخره وخير عملي خلي خواتمه وخير أيام يوم ألقاق يا ولي الإسلام ثبتني عليه That Allah make the best part of our lives our last part Make the best action of ours our last action And make the best day of ours the day that we meet you And Allah you keep us steadfast upon Iman وآخر الدعوانا الحمد لله